Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. We're going to learn Sikha uh, Yom Kippur. Continuing on the same theme as the Sikha of Rosh Hashanah, we'll have this Sikha of Yom Kippur. It's the same Chalak, Chalak Dalad of Chodesh Sikhas, and the theme is very similar. So the, one of the, so the main theme of La Sikha that we learned is ultimately that there's a, a really deep level that we reach. There's the Sashimit Shuva aspect of Rosh Hashanah, and then there's the aspect of Rosh Hashanah that's totally above a Sashimit Shuva. Above Shuva, above a mitzvah, above a Shuva. It's one with Hashem. And so to Yom Kippur, we have this aspect. There's an aspect of Yom Kippur that's above everything, and then there's Yom Kippur that's below, part of the Sashimit Shuva. Let's see. It's very interesting. So we want to bring down basically a discussion between Rabbi and Chachamim about the, the specialness of the day. And we're going to see, it's, it's a very interesting dynamic idea. A quick story. There's once a guy that came to, to Shulim Kippur. From, it's from my lips because I don't know exactly where he was davening, if he was in his shul, whatever. There's a guy came. And he sat in the back and he offered him a sitter. He didn't want a sitter. I don't know if he even had yamkra on. He didn't want to put it on. And he came, he sat in a bad mood. And, and I looked was like, what's with this guy coming to show him bad mood without taking a sitter or anything? And at some point during the davening, the guy got up, started screaming. He was like, oh, he's complaining. All his issues with God. And then he sat down and everyone was like, you know, in the uproar, like, how is this happening? How is this guy screaming? What's going on over here? This is disrespectful to the shul and everything. And Sir Elifka said, he goes, relax, everyone. He's this guy, he's he's more connected with the Nas. I don't remember the like what happened, but but he was saying the guy came and he, and he connected in his own funny way, but it was connected. So let's see here. Let's see, and this, hopefully this will give us the inspiration that we need for going coming to Yom Kippur, that we'll have it a very uh, proper Yom Kippur. Let's see. So in the Gemara, there's a machlekes in the Gemara. In regards to the atonement of sins of Yom Kippur. And there's two opinions. Rabbanon, the Rabbanon say, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, El Alashavim. So Rabbanan say, Yom Kippur turns, but you needed a tshuva. Rabbi, Rabbi says, Whether you do tshuva or not in Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur returns. The day itself returns. Mishum, because the awesomeness of the day returns. Yom Kippur is a day of atonement, meaning from Hashem. Hashem says, you come, you should be innocent, not you should, you should uh, like afflict yourselves. Hashem is the one who made this day. Hashem said, hey, I'm making this day for you to come and be forgiven. And so Rabbi's saying, that's it. Automatically, because Hashem is doing this, you don't have to do anything. Not saying you shouldn't do tshuva, but your tshuva doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't affect the atonement. And the Rabbanans say, no, you have to do something. Yes, yeah, yeah, the, you know, this crazy is a nice day, but you have to do tshuva. The halacha he karbanan. The halacha is like the rabbanon. 
So let's understand this a little bit. Very interesting. Because basically what we're going to discuss here is that really this is a deep idea. Meaning, I mean, it's not that there are bonons say that you have to do tshuva and Rebbe said you don't have to do tshuva and that's it. It's, they all, we'll, we'll see. I'll, like the words, I don't have to mention it. It says it over here. But yeah, the very, the very, on these words, Hamachloikas enoi, Sherabanon Sevim, Shitumashal Yoim, Enoi Mechaper Rak, Hatshuva Mechaperas. It's not that we're saying there are banon that hold that it's only the tshuva is what atones, what makes the atonement. Gamadaz Rabban, even contra Rabbanon, that Itzumashal Yoim Mechaper, that also the day is what atones. Kalemar, Ha'adam, Atzmai, the person himself, Be'emtzaus, Hatshuva, with his Tshuva, Shela, Eino, Mesugal, Hagiyah, Lo'isa, Kapara, Haba, Al-Yidei, Itzum HaShoyim. Meaning, when, when Rabbi says, the Itzum HaShoyim, the awesomeness of the day, it turns, what he's saying is, that there's, that, that there's such a specialness in the day, that it's way above your Kapara, your atonement. Anything you do is never going to reach this level. And the Rabbanon say that, um, and, and see, so yeah, that's what we're saying. But that's Rabbanon, it's so Rabbanon also hold the Tsumashiyum, it's also the day is a Chapim. And they also agree that with your own Tshuva, you can never reach this awesomeness. Meaning, meaning there's a special awesome level that is reached in Yom Kippur. The question is, what do you have to do for it? But, with, but they all agree, Rabbanon and Rebbe, Rabbanon again, that say you have to do tshuva, and Rebbe say you don't have to do tshuva. No one is saying, that they're not arguing about whether your tshuva bring, is, is connected with this level, so to speak, because this level is way above your tshuva. So what's the machlekes? Ha-machlekes bein Rebbe, Rabbanon here, so the machlekes between Rebbe and Rabbanon is kate yechim la-gir al-ha-kapara meaning there's a level that's called tshuva way above and beyond. And then the question is, how do you tap into this level? So Rabbi says, there's nothing you can do to tap into this level, because this is way above and beyond. All your tshuva, all your kapara, everything you're going to do, you can have the best, most awesome day, it's never going to tap into such a level. Whereas the Rabbanon say, no. Yes, it's true that this level is way above and beyond, but you still have to do tshuva. And when you do the tshuva, you tap into this level. So Rabbi say, Rabbi holds him. By with the Kamim Kippur, Miyad Meir, Haitzim Immediately, the Imitzum Shayyim is shining through. Imitzum Shayyim means the awesomeness of the day, like like the greatness, the specialness, the the awesomeness of the day. The Filukesha Adam, Adain Lois Tshuva. See, he holds Rabbi that he says you don't have to do Tshuva. It means that even if a person that goes and does Tshuva, the Imitzum Shayyim. The, that specialness of the day itself does the tshuva and then atones for our sins. Rabbanon saving, but the Rabbanon hold in order to be able to tap into this level of itzumushayoyim. First, you have to do tshuva. Then you also have this atonement of itzumushayoyim. So, um, Rabbanon holds that you do tshuva and then you, you you know it's like you get jackpot and and then you get the type of kapara type of atonement which is way above the tshuva that comes about which is way above what comes about through your tshuva 
Meaning, as much tshuva will do, will never reach a situm level. This is like a way above and beyond level. Ava kol but everyone agrees situm shayim chaper. That also the day turns. Meaning, everyone the argument is not does the awesomeness of the day turn. It's how do we tap into this level? So Rabbanon say you have to do something about it to tap into this level. And Rabbi says there's nothing you're going to be able to do to tap into this level. It's way above and beyond. It's sort of like we said in the Sikh before, that like the Bechira Chavshis that Hashem has, that Hashem chooses. When you have true Bechira, when you true choice is only something that, that equally weighed. And that's what we said, that, that it's not about our, our Torah mitzvahs and our Shuba that we do, that Hashem chooses us. Because and what was meaning, what we're saying is it's not we didn't do anything to, to tap into this level. Because anything that we do, it, it's not enough. Just like it's not just like. It does, it's irrelevant to our mitzvahs. On this level, your tshuva is, so to speak, irrelevant to tap into this level. And that's what Yom Kippur is. So Yom Kippur is an awesome day, not because of what we do, but because of the day itself. So that's what it is. And, but, the, the, so the, but the discussion between the Rebbe and Rabbanon is, Rabbanon say, but still you should do something. You still should do tshuva. You know, it'd be weird without doing tshuva. And that's the halacha. But, uh, but, that's what I bought on. But Rabbi says, so irrelevant to tshuva. I'm not saying you shouldn't do tshuva, but he's saying your tshuva is so irrelevant, it's not going to make any difference at all. Just don't worry about it. Not that you shouldn't do tshuva, but don't think that your tshuva is going to make an effect on this tshuva. So, according to this, you don't understand the words of the rabbis. And this is back to our question from Paul. Search out Hashem when he's found, and these are the 10 days of Tshuva. Now, it's the same question as before. Now, um, move on from the words of the rabbis and the Gemara, it's, it's understood. Even the Rosh Hashanah Kippur are part of the 10 days of Tshuva. These are the 10 days. The main point of these days of Rosh Hashanah, and the main point of Yom Kippur is not that the days of Tshuva, that the between aspect that is part of the assessment Tshuva is the lower aspect of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. But the central idea, the central idea of Rosh Hashanah, like we said, Rosh Hashanah and the central idea of Yom Kippur is like we're saying, is above this. The main thing of Rosh Hashanah is that Kran Hashem is king. And the main idea of Yom Kippur, who it's the awesomeness of the day it turns. The atonement on this day, Hamanikim. That's being given, being given over to every person, which is above the person. It's not measured according to the level of Avaida. Meaning, the is the Meaning, the awesome of the day itself does it. It's not that I did more Shuvah, so I get more of the I do less Shuvah, I get less than Shuvah. itself, it, it comes. And the whole discussion is not does this come, this level come about? That really the, the discussion is do I have to do anything for it? So let's see. Base. Kapara, what does it mean, atonement? To be atoned. 
Ain Pirusha, and this is a very interesting point. There is an ask like this. Something doesn't make any sense here. We're saying when Kippur comes, you get atoned. You don't do anything, you do something according, according to, to but what we're saying this is the way above and beyond. It doesn't make any sense here. Because the purpose of atonement is to trend, is change yourself. If someone forgives you without you changing, then what has happened? If you didn't do proper atonement, just the day itself atonement, it's like uh, you do something wrong and someone calls you and says, ah, you're good. So then what's going to make you change? You know, it's like it's like kids. It's like anyone. But really, you see with kids, if you keep on running after your kid, let's say a kid makes a mess and, and you kind of after the kid's mess all the time, so the kid doesn't learn to not make a mess. Just make, I can make a mess because I have a cleaning person, you know, and and it's the same thing here. If if we don't have to do anything for the tshuva, if we're saying it too itself is what machapa what atones, so then, but how, how does it atone? I mean, I made a mistake. How can someone else atone for me? How can some, How can Hashem just make this atonement? Doesn't make sense. This is what we're going to discuss. Kapara, atonement, ain't pirusha. I thought the explanation doesn't mean raksha adam nenash al avurache. Atonement doesn't mean we just don't get punished. I thought that Hashem said, you know what? I'm not going to punish you. That's what atonement means. Ella gam shnimchak minashay harvava vapagam shenishavu al But really, what it does, atonement, is that it wipes away the mistakes, meaning it cleans you. Clean. That's what a turman is. That I'm, I'm, I'm changed. I, I fixed it up. He said, done even more than this. Happens like a here. The whole purpose of the of the turmans is lies over Roshim Not just there's no any 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 leftover any scar from the avero. Ella tachlisa she has a dainis atzlan hafkim and achshavim kizachies. But it's that. But it's that the. The sins themselves transform themselves to become merits, which is a wild idea. You see, the ultimate, the ultimate in, in kapara in atonement is not that that it just doesn't doesn't bother anyone. Really, it's that it trans that I transform myself to the point, and not just I transform myself that I don't see this anymore, but really that this avera is transforming me to become a whole different person, and because of it, I've reached a deeper level. So now, just to quickly finish off the question, which I love, and so therefore we need to understand if that's what Kapara is. But Kapara is not just the wiping away the problem, but it's really transforming ourselves. And it's not just that, that we get atoned from someone else, from Hashem just forgiving us, but it's that we, we change ourselves to the extent that we can even transform it to become a positive thing. It's like, and we do Tshuva. We, we feel bad on what we did wrong. So we take away the pleasure that we had when we did it because we feel bad. It's like, it's like you eat something you shouldn't, you know, what is a guilty pleasure? You eat it and you feel bad about it. So that, that's that's the form of tshuva. And with this, you, you wipe away the bad. Being that because of these avarices, it causes you and you feel bad what you did, that it makes you have this desire to get close to Hashem. And that's why they become like merits. Because of the avera, it made you feel bad, it made you want to get close to Hashem. 
that becomes it's not a negative thing, it becomes a positive thing. Because through that aver, through that negative experience, ultimately brought you to wanting to come close to Hashem. But Aval but the Tzumah Shayyim, that's, that's the normal order. What happens? You do something wrong. You feel bad about it. You change. And perfect. That's good. That's good. And even more, we're saying that it can, it's even better because through that bad thing, it made you want to come close to Hashem. But according to what we just said till now about the discussion between Rabbi and Rabbanon, that the Tzumah Shayyim that the day itself eternal without you doing any tshuva so how does that work? Without a person doing tshuva, we're saying it, the day itself returns. I can understand. I can understand if you're going to tell me that means also the day we're not going to get punished. Today we wipe away all our bears. You know, no one's going to get punished. Fine, I can understand not going to be punished. That it removes away all the punishments. But how? How can we wipe away the blemishes in the person? I had a taiva for eating something, the person had a taiva for something that's on kosher, let's say. And they're on kosher. Can't, can't say, how can you say, Yom Kippur comes, done. You, you, you're clean, you're good. But I had the taiva, I didn't change that taiva, I didn't get rid of it, I didn't feel bad about it. So then how does that work? Even the Rabbanon, let's say that even the Rabbanon, let's say you have to do tshuva, but the Tzumah Shiyom is way above your tshuva. But for the Das and for sure, according to Rabbi, they says Shiyom Kippur, Mechaper Gamalet Tshuva. Rabbi says you don't need to do tshuva. Meaning, even the rabbi, rabbi for sure, he says you don't have to do tshuva. So how does that work? What do you mean you don't have to do tshuva? It's like it's like in a relationship. You do something wrong in a relationship, and the person says, "Now nah, you're good." But if you didn't do tshuva, you didn't say, "I'm sorry, I have a remorse." That uh, how does that work? And even according to the rabban, they say you have to do some form of tshuva. We're saying that that form of tshuva is nothing compared to the tumah shiyom, the awesomeness of the day. That, that also on the day, it wipes away everything. Not just wipes away that there's no aver anymore. That, like you're totally clean as if nothing ever happened. And how does that, so how can that be? How can it be without us having to put any effort? Can be totally wiped away as if we never did anything wrong. So we need to, to understand that. We have to join tomorrow.